0: My friends, what is up and welcome back to the Awaken Space podcast. Let that just settle for a bit. Sounds like a kind of like a, a spaceship landing. Ooh. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Yeah, I'm super excited for this episode. Um, I've noticed that in this podcast, I talk a lot. Well, I s- should say... I reference a lot of people like uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. I'm a huge fan of him, one of my favorite um, uh, neuroscientists out there. He's bridging the gap between spirituality and neuroscience, and it's just absolutely fantastic. Um, Talk a lot about Eckhart Tolle. I'm sure that I've mentioned uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer before. Um, But for this episode specifically, we're going to be diving back into the universe that is Dr. Joe Dispenza and everything that has to do with him. Um, he's a very fascinating guy, and um, yeah, specifically in this episode, we're going to be talking about crossing the river of change, and um, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be deep. It's gonna be awesome, and uh, it's gonna be something that everyone needs to hear, because I can th- I can imagine that uh, that everyone is trying to. Well, maybe not everyone, you know. Um, you know, in fact, that's actually funny. That's, that's really funny. Um, just to bring it up real quick. I was about to say, I believe that everyone is trying to enact change in their life. I've actually met people who kind of prefer neutrality and you know what? Like, cool. Like, it's okay. Like, like do whatever you want, you know? And it's just like, and like there, that one person actually is somebody who's uh, pretty close to me. Um, and I just, I think that that's interesting. Like for me, I'm on a mission to um, actualize my greatest self, my highest self. Um, So, like, whenever I hear someone say, like, yeah, I'm just going to be neutral, it's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Um, It's cool. Whatever you want in life. Um, Just understand one thing. You have to understand one thing. You are participating whether you want to or not. Everything that you do has a ripple effect. Everything that you do is shifting the way that the world operates. And um, what's important to understand, one of the greatest um, kind of analogies that I got regarding this idea of the change, the impact that we all have on the world is it's very, 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 very simple. And that is consider, consider a tennis racket, Right. You know how it's, like, threaded and everything, and it has, like, the squares, like, you know, um, everything between each other? And uh, you take a tennis racket, and you place it over blades of grass, right? Um, And all the blades of grass come up through the tennis racket. Um, When... When the tennis racket itself moves, all of the blades of grass move. But at the same time, individually, if the blades of grass influenced any type of movement, it would influence the uh, the movement of the tennis racket, which would influence the movement of everything else. And the reason why um, this analogy is so important to understand is because no matter what, no matter if we, you know... um, stay the same, you know, neutral, get you know, become better. We are always influencing the rest of the world in one way or another. <clears throat> That's just the way it is. And so like whenever I hear people say like I just want to be neutral, it's like okay, but just understand that that also has an effect that has an influence on the rest of the world. So whenever me, the blade of grass, you know, does some type of movement, it moves the tennis racket. Which then moves everything else because we are all connected, listen, whether you like it or not, and unfortunately, <laughs> your like or dislike of it is pretty much irrelevant. We all affect each other, we all influence each other, you know, for god's sake um the uh <clears throat> the pandemic that we have been in one action by one person or group of people, you know depending on what really happened um it influenced the rest of the world in a very dramatic way, you know, for fuck's sake, we went into, uh, quarantine, we, you know, it's like, it's just crazy when you think about it, um, but the reason why I brought up this analogy of the tennis racket and how we all are connected inside of this tennis tennis racket and, you know, um, movement that I make over here, Influences and affects the way that you live. It's kind of like, I guess, it's kind of like the the idea of like the uh, the butterfly effect. Um, this universe is very interesting in the way that it works, the way that it operates, the way that it kind of brings everyone together or pushes everyone apart. Um, it's it's very interesting. But in this episode specifically, we are going to talk about crossing the river of change. Um, And opening this up, I want to talk very specifically about our past selves. And when I say past selves, I don't mean past lives, even though I do believe in that stuff. Um, I believe in like reincarnation and everything. What I'm talking about is the self that you have been up until this moment, right here, right now. This self consisting of... Beliefs, ideologies, idealizations, um, wants, needs, likes, dislikes, um, you know, personality, everything. It has been constructed as you've grown up, as you've been influenced by everything and everyone around you. And it creates who you are as a person. Some of you might be happy with it, some of you might be unhappy with it. The fact of the matter is that... It's less about who you are. For this episode, what I'm going to talk about is it's less about who you are and more about who you can be. So let's dive into things more thoroughly. Crossing the river of change is about recognizing, despite who or what you are or where you are right now, recognizing who you want to become, who and what you want to become, and where you want to go, and the necessary action required to achieve that. Um, And so like we deal with, you know, uh, the familiar predictable past, the same thoughts, same actions and same feelings. Our thoughts come from what we've learned to be true about ourselves and the opinions of others growing up. These thoughts bring us to act in different ways. Our actions bring us to feel a certain way overall. When we continue pulling from the same energy of our past thoughts, actions, and feelings, we only continue to create the same old way of living. This is considered our old self. See, what's so interesting about this, and I've said this many, many times on this podcast, what I've said is that, and what's so interesting about us is that we hold so dearly and so tightly to our past as if it's going to do something beneficial for us. It's not at all. Zero. Zip. Nada. There's there's nothing beneficial that it's going to do for us except keep us tied down to an idea of who we think we are, when in reality we're not even that. Um, You know, you hear people all the time say, my past made me who I am. It's like, no, it fucking didn't. You have let it lead you to where you are now. And whether you like to hear it or not, a greater portion of that has actually been autopilot. You've been completely unaware of it. It's just been... Similar patterned movements, you know, actions, decisions, this and that choices, ideas, uh, ideas, uh, ideologies, beliefs that kind of just happened because you were used to it. It's like autopilot. Think about it this way. Whenever you get into a car, right, you have had so many years of conditioning and training and learning how to drive that thing that sometimes you can drive for an entire 30 minutes, you know, an entire hour and be like, wow, wow. How the fuck did I get here? You know? And it's like you, you kind of you kind of forget what you're doing because it's autopilot because it's so it's second nature. You know, it's it's secondhand nature. And um you just like you're not aware of the fact that it's actually happening. And what's so interesting about that is the very same thing can be said about our lives. You know, We are so deeply unconscious in regards to our way of living, our way of thinking, being, living, everything, that we end up in positions that we don't even realize how we got there. Much of our thoughts, if not changed, remain the same. And when they remain the same, they bring us to do the same actions, which end up being both sub and unconscious because we're so unaware of them. We're so unaware of what they mean for us, we're caught up in old patterns that take a long time to break ourselves out of, break ourselves out of the cycle of doing. And what's interesting about that is that until we're made aware of that, things don't change. And so what's important to recognize here is that we are not our self like we are not our past self. We're for for starters, we are always the awareness behind every aspect of of how we see ourselves as a person. But we are not we are not our past selves. You know, like we are not um like whenever i hear people say like um you know, my past made me who i am. It's like okay but who do you want to be? (laughs) I'm not worried about who you are right now. I'm worried about who you want to be. Who you want to be is so much more interesting to me than who you are. Um, Reason being is because who you are right now usually tends to be a balance of uh, unconscious behaviors that have led you to just kind of accept your life as it is and just not really do anything about it. And listen, if you don't care about changing your life, like, whatever you want, like whatever you want, you know, I'm not here to tell you that you have to change your life. I'm just here to tell you that you are not your past self. Your past has not like, you know, people say my past made me who I am. It's like, okay, cool. But like, who do you want to be? I'm not worried about who you are right now. I'm worried about who you want to be. That's what's most, uh, much more, um, interesting to me than anything. Um, familiarity is one of the biggest things that keeps people here comfort you know um in terms of being our old self and that that's the craziest thing too like comfort kills people because you might stay there even if you don't want it even if even if you're not happy with it and i just find that wildly fascinating because when you approach from that standpoint it would actually make sense then that a lot of people are just living a very autopilot unconscious life and they're headed in a direction that they might not even be aware of. They don't want to end up in. Um, And it's crazy when you think about that, how, how everything works. Um, So the, the river of change is the unknown. It's uh, it's, it's the void. Another way to see this is recognizing it as the, uh, the sweet spot of the generous present moment. I'm definitely quoting um, <laughs> Dr. Joe Dispenza when I... S- the, the, the sweet spot of the generous present moment is something that he is very passionate about. And I am too. Ever since he said... like, I used to only say the present moment. Now I like even more saying the sweet spot of the generous present moment because it's so fascinating. Um, by the way, for those that are wondering the science behind all of this stuff... It is the quantum field. It is quantum mechanics. It is the space of nothingness and everythingness at the same time that exists that allows us to actually create real change in our lives. Um, When we cross the river of change, we shift our energy into a new self. In this space, there is unfamiliarity and unpredictability, which is honestly why most people are just like, you know, they, they look at that and they're like, uh... No, (laughs) because it's scary. Things that are not comfortable are scary. Things that are not familiar are scary. Things that are unpredictable are scary. You know, things that are uncertain are scary. We hold so tight to things that make sense to us that anything outside of that is just scary and we want nothing to do with it. Um, But what's interesting is that people don't realize how unbelievably unhappy they are with staying stuck in their old self, in their old version. So, crossing the river of change, what does that look like? Crossing the river of change is a very interesting thing. And it requires completely getting out of this idea, this personality of who you are as your old self, and stepping into the sweet spot of the generous present moment, right? So, you have to let go of all the thoughts, you have to let go of all the thoughts, all the behaviors, all the actions all the, uh, the, the the beliefs, everything. You have to let go of all of that. The idea that you have for yourself has to dissolve itself in order for you to step into this um, sweet spot of the generous present moment. If you want to create a new version of yourself, you have to let go of old self. You have to let go of old thoughts. It's not going to work any other way. And don't get me wrong, this is wildly fucking challenging. Why? Because we, you know, we... we um. We cling to comfort, familiarity, predictability, certainty, um, even if it's the worst shit on the face of this fucking earth. Even if what we have already we don't want, we, cl- we, we cling to it because we're used to it. It doesn't, see, that's the thing that's so challenging about this too. It's, it's powerful what you want, but what you're used to can often be so delicious because comfort really grabs you and pulls you in. Um, and I just find that to be so interesting. And, uh, yeah, so, first you have to create an idea for who you want to be, right, for who and how you want to be. Sorry, who, how, and what. Um, and basically, once you take that idea, you have to let go of your thought processes, your beliefs, your ideologies, your idealizations, um, everything, everything old self, and, when you do that the way that you do that is consistently and persistently stepping into the generous sweet sp- or sorry the sweet spot of the generous present moment and the more and more and more you do that the more and more and more you let go of this automatic way of living of you know like with the same old thoughts same beha- um behaviors actions beliefs everything and you step into this space of basically everything and nothing at the same time. The, 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 the sweet spot of the generous present moment is the quantum field. That is the place of quantum mechanics where the magical things happen, where you're able to let go of who you think you are as a person, and then you step into anything and everything that you can be. Um, but you have to create this new ideal version of yourself and allow yourself to do that. And this goes for anything, I had to. I, I didn't realize I was doing this, but I, I knew that I, I, uh, I, I had to do this when I um, was cutting people out of my life, when I was like letting go of relationships that I was starting to realize actually didn't benefit me. Um, and the river of change is that kind of, that nakedness. It's that vulnerability. Um, it's the, you know, it, it, you removing layers of yourself, layers of unconscious conditioning that you held onto for so many years. Um, and what's so fascinating about that too, is that that's so hard because there's comfort within those layers. You know, there's comfort within like the, like, you know, this is what's going on. This is who I've been. I'm so identified with this. Anything outside of this is absolutely terrifying. This is literally why people don't, well, I don't want to say that people don't change. Everyone changes. We either, we either, um, change for the better or for the worse, you know? Um, hopefully we're changing for the better. Um, but, Truly, change scares the shit out of people. This is why people avoid change. And this is why um, people oftentimes stay the same, you know. Um, but the beautiful thing here is that, like, you know, just to give examples of, you know, my own life. I have changed a thousand times, like legitimately a thousand times. And, you know, I always hear people saying to me like, oh, you're so amazing. Don't change. It's like, I'm so amazing because I have changed a thousand times. And I think that it's so interesting to approach it from that standpoint, because people don't realize that evolution is inevitable. We are evolutionary creatures. (laughs) Like, hello, the theory of evolution, you know, like we that's just it is is inevitable. It is completely inevitable. Um, And to resist it is ridiculous. Um, to dive into it is absolutely spectacular. And to understand, you know, potential is even better. Um, and that's another thing, too. Actually, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, he put together... So he has a book called Becoming Supernatural. And along with that book, he has a meditation called Tuning Into New Potentials. The quantum field is a field of nothing but potential. That's where you can go to become anything, anyone at any time anywhere any place any you know anybody and that's what i love about it that's what's so cool about it um, and yeah the 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 challenges of crossing this river of change is you know, the thoughts that come up when it comes to, you know, micro decision making and everything, you're going to have thoughts that come up like, oh, I don't know about that. You know, um, it's, it's unknown. It's unpredictable. I don't know. You know, maybe it's, maybe it's a friendship that you're letting go of, you know, maybe you feel like you don't know if you're going to make new friends in the future. Newsflash, you're going to, (laughs) you're just scared because you're comfortable. That's all that it is. Um, And so like, you know, like, like, like I was saying before, when it comes to micro decision making, it's very important to understand that there are these thoughts that are going to come up. Like, you know, you have, you have two paths in front of you. You have the known and you have the unknown. The known is delicious as fuck because it's what you're used to. It's comfortable. It's easy. It takes no, you know, it requires no effort. It requires no stopping and thinking of like, like, oh my God, this is so scary. I don't know. But then there's the unknown right next to that. And then it's like, you know, the unknown is what if this, what if that, what, if, you know, what will these people think about me? What will those people think about me? This and that. Um, and when you get so distracted by those terrib- terrible and terrifying what ifs, you end up going over to the known and you keep your life the same. Change is not easy, my friends. Change is not easy. Um, you know, our our brains don't want us to change. This is why consistency and persistency repetition is king because when you change a behavior and you continue to change that behavior over and over and over again, it becomes, you know, a habit which ultimately in the long run becomes second nature for you. Um so let it be no um let it be no mistake. No. Let see, there we go. Let there be no confusion. It is not easy to change your life. But it's not impossible. And if you really want to, it's extremely available for you and extremely rewarding. Um, you're going to be faced with adversity, whether it's from the people around you or the thoughts in your head from the people around you. <laughs> They're both the same newsflash. Um, so, yeah, really just stepping out of your sense of uh, you know, comfort and predictability and familiarity and stepping into everything that is uncertain, um, which hello nobody wants to do. It's like if you've never, it's like if you've never taken a cold shower. It's like for the first time stepping into a cold shower. Um, you're used to the warm water, so your body's going to be shocked. Your mind's going to be shocked. You're gonna you're gonna be shocked into the present moment, um, which is interesting, of course. So basically, crossing the river of change. It entails having the audacity to let go of this old self, this past version of yourself that no longer benefits you. Stepping out of everything mentally and emotionally and physically, and into the nothingness that is the present moment, the both nothingness and everythingness. Um, it requires, you know, being able to make that decision of looking at the known and the unknown and making that conscious choice of stepping into the unknown and just allowing yourself to go with it and realizing that, yeah, things might be different, but it's going to end up better in the long run. And that's how this thing works. And just understand that it's important to have an idea for where it is that you want to be in the long run. You know, like there's the old self, there's the river of change, and then there's the new self. In order to successfully cross that river of change into into the new self, It's essential to have this idea for who and how you want to be as a person. Um, But the more that you become aware of yourself, of your thoughts, your beliefs, your actions, your feelings, everything, the more you can understand what you really do and don't want to do, right? And that's one of the most important things here. Having the sense of choice, having a conscious choice is very important uh, during this endeavor. Um, So yeah. Yeah. If you want to cross the river of change, you've got to step out of everything that you think you are in terms of your old self. Um, get naked as fuck. Get vulnerable. Uh, pick apart the layers. Pull apart the conditioning. Uh, deconstruct everything. Step into that beautiful fucking sweet spot of the generous present moment. Um, have a beautiful idea for who you want to be. Step into that. And this is, this is one of the most beautiful things for crossing the river of change and stepping into your new self is that... You know, take that ideal version of who you want to be and as hard as it is, bring that energy into every single fucking thing you do in your day-to-day life. And after a while, you will see yourself changing. My friends, thank you so much for stopping into this episode of the Awaken Space podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Happy to see your smiling faces. Just kidding. I cannot see a single thing. I can't even see my face right now. It's kind of like the weekend. Oh, wait, no. He says, I can't feel my face when I'm with you. I can't feel my face. Anyway. Um, yeah. Thank you all so much for stopping in. Hope you're having a wonderful summer so far. And uh, yeah. Much love, light, and peace. Over and out. Namaste.